21st century Doing something mean to it Do it better than anybody you ever seen Do it, screams from the haters Got a nice ring to it I guess any superhero need his theme music Don't want me to have all that power The clock's ticking, I just count the hours Stop tipping, I'm tipping off the power What's going on, everybody? This is the Feed to Embiid, and I am your host, Austin Krell. So, no game tonight for the Sixers. So, I thought that this would be a good opportunity to address something that I have not addressed in our last few podcast episodes. And seeing as I've been more consistent lately with getting them completed and and uploaded in a timely fashion within a couple hours of the game being finished. Obviously what I'm trying to say is that there have been a lot of pods lately, but yet the situation has, has lingered on far longer than it should have without me addressing it. So I thought with an off night, and I'm not too busy tonight, I thought I would go about breaking down my whole opinion and my take about this whole elephant in the room. Obviously, the elephant in the room is the Markel Fultz latest situation. I know that everyone already knows, because you'd have to be living under a rock as a basketball fan to not know that he randomly took a hiatus from the team said, we're going to go see specialists, his, his agent, I should say, said we're going to go see specialists in New York to go, uh, to just, I guess you'd call it, clarify what, what there, what, what the issue might be if such an issue exists. And it took the team by surprise. They, they had no idea it was coming. Mind you, this took place the day after Markel was benched in the first half against the Suns for TJ McConnell. So whether that plays out, yes, it does appear. It does appear as though he got upset by his benching and opted to just create drama because he was upset. And go take a hiatus from the team. So, that being said, an update on his status or in his condition, we'll call it, was to be expected within a week of this happening. This happened the week, the week of Thanksgiving, Tuesday. So... It's been going on for quite some time. And so, with that being said, um, of course there's been no clarity with the situation. Of course there's been no definitive answer to what's, what the hell's going on with this kid. There hasn't been anything along those lines for a, a, really a, a season and a third now. And 
yesterday, yesterday the rock the 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 Sixers are provided an update via Shams and via Woj or what what have you, and the update is that Markel has been diagnosed with what is called thoracic outlet syndrome, otherwise known as TOS. This affects the shoulder the shoulder up through the the neck and it's just sort of this weird lingering nerve not damage but nerve issue or injury and it has this way of apparently shooting pain down, down your your one side or whatever and it it it, it Woj quoted it as saying it does limit the normal function of a shoulder severely which would therefore benefit Markel's case obviously in that he can't shoot, he can't lift the ball above his head to save his life right now and so the the they're saying that the procedure for this is no surgery for now to go about it 3 to 6 months of rehab Now, mind you, there are cases of this happening before to athletes. This is not, Markel Fultz is not the first person this has ever happened to. And honestly, it would probably be better for him if it was. Because you get these little snippets of articles about guys saying, oh no, I needed surgery. Oh no, this affected my life far far beyond basketball. This ended my career. This this did this. Ben Uzo is a guy who played in the NBA for a short period of time who had this and it sort of ruined his basketball life. And the fact that with surgeries and all that stuff, it still ruined his life. I mean, what does that mean for Markel Fultz? I, mean, I get it. Medically, every case is different, yada, yada, yada. But three to six months of rehab isn't going to do the kid shit. It's, it's just not. For being realistic as fans, it's it's he's gonna he's probably in all likelihood he'll come back, he'll be the same player he was before, and life will go on because they don't need him. They have Jimmy Butler. Now, having said that, having said that, I do want to caution. Markel about one thing. When you're driving, and I'm making an analogy to begin this, this little note, little, little anecdote that I've been thinking about for a while. When you're driving a car, and you've been drinking, and you're swerving in and out of a lane. And a cop suddenly turns the lights on, sirens wailing, get pulled over, 
he asks you, obviously, why are you serving? Now, you have a couple options here. You can say, oh, officer, I've been drinking my apologies. Obviously, you're not going to get off with, oh, that's okay. You, you, at least you apologize and are honest. Obviously, that's not going to happen. What's going to happen is you're going to get taken to the station. You're going to get um, a ticket, a DUI, and whatever, some sort of minor punishment compared to what it could have been or in the grand scheme of things. Or... Or you can just lie and say, no, officer, I wasn't drinking. What happened was I dropped my cell phone on the passenger side of the, the car. I was trying to pick it up. I lost control of the car for a moment, and it caused me to swerve in and out of the lane. Now, here's the thing. No matter what you say, no matter what your story is, the police officer is going to breathalyze you, no matter what, because that's protocol for someone who has been swerving in and out of a lane, driving recklessly late at night. That's what that. That's just. That's just how it's gonna. It's gonna go. Regardless of what you say, there's no magical answer you can come. You can come up with where he'll say, "Okay, you're good to go." But having said that, wouldn't it be a wiser move? Wouldn't it be a more mature move? Wouldn't it maybe even be the more, I would say, beneficial move to say, you know what, officer, I have been ringing. Get out of the car, put your hands on the hood or whatever, let him do whatever the standard procedure is, get taken in, and maybe you get a reduced punishment because you were honest, because you were compliant. And then suddenly your lie doesn't blow up in your face. Now, if you're Markel Fultz, if you're Markel Fultz, you need to think very, very, very carefully about the next thing you're going to say to the public and the next move you're going to make in regards to how you're going to handle this supposed diagnosis. Because if you do not completely believe in your in, in, in the depths of your heart and in the the and in the the depth in the the depth of your brain if you do not believe that this new diagnosed injury and their prescribed treatment for it 
is going to get you back to the player that you were when you were drafted number one overall out of Washington. And if you believe that, yes, this might help a little bit, but most of it's in my head. If you believe that the treatment for this injury that you that you that you were diagnosed to have had to have now, if you believe that this physical treatment for it is not going to get you at least to a better point in your game when you return, because you're still having you're still struggling with your mental health and you're still not right, then you need, and I really mean this. You absolutely need to do this. The right decision, the right move is to say, you know what? This might be part of it, but the real issue is that I'm going through something right now. Now you might say, what has it done for anybody? How's that ever helped anybody? Kevin Love did it. Did it hurt Kevin Love? Was he worse off for it? Did he lose money in a contract because of it? Did he was, was he thought poorly of because of it? How about uh, Jaleel Okafor? He was never good anyway, but was, was did, did he was he worse off because of it? He's almost out of the league because his play sucks, not because of people who are, are are cautious against signing him because he because he had anxiety. You're no worse off. You're no worse off for just telling the truth. If it's not what, if it's not this injury that you're claiming to have, if it's most of it's in your head, just say it. Say it, not for, if not for yourself. If not, if you're if you're too immature to realize that you're not going to be any worse off because of it. If you're too mature to realize people in your circle are complete morons. If you don't have anybody behind your behind you telling you to do it, do this, and maybe 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 those couple situations that I just listed, maybe the, that's why you won't do this. But if you're not going to do this for yourself, do this for two other reasons. Do this so that the public knows what the fuck is going on with you, because. These fans pay a lot of money, okay? They pay a lot of money to see this team play. They, pay, they give you a lot of their time. They cheer for you no matter what you do on the court. They've been patient with you. They've been supportive of you. They've backed you against all the criticisms and all the haters that have been in this country for you against you the last year or so, they deserve the honest truth as to what is going on. That's number one. Number two, I know this I know this is not necessarily anything that has to do with your own Actions or your own doings. This, this this is not your fault that this that this happened this way. But the Sixers under terrible management 
decided to trade away a future first-round pick to the Boston Celtics, along with their own first-round pick, which ended up being Jason Tatum, for the right to draft you, number one overall. Would the Celtics have taken you number one overall? No, they would have taken Jason Tatum anyway. Did not matter where, what, what pick they had. Tatum was their guy. But this team mortgaged part of its future, in, in, in some ways, in trading for you. And they didn't just do it to anybody. They, did it, they gave that away to the division rivals. And even after doing that, even after investing so heavily in you, and even after you get drafted into a situation where, honestly, this spotlight is not 100% on you. There's still Ben Simmons. There's still Joel Embiid. Yes, you're the, you're the last piece to that puzzle, but it's not all on you. You're not, you're not the only good player on a losing team. You're, you're, you have the opportunity to, be, to, go, to come right into a competitive team, not be, the, not be the, the spotlight player, and you just help the team any way you can. Come out there. You play four games, and you clearly can't shoot for shit. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous how bad it looks. Then you go into 68-game hiatus where no one knows what the hell is going on with you. No one knows what the injury is. No one knows what, what's going on. You come back, and you know, you're know you shooting around. You're, there's videos of this, videos of that. Every shot looks different. can't tell if you're joking or being serious or, or what. And then you finally come back for the last 14 games of the year. Come back, and you don't know how to shoot the ball. I mean, you won't even shoot it unless the shot clock is expiring, really. And pretty much every shot you take looks a little bit different. And then suddenly, in the playoffs, you disappear. You're, you're, you're not ready for that stage yet. Red Brown sees it quickly. He, he, he benches you. Okay. But through thick and thin, through all of that crap, this franchise stood by you, supported you, and made it known that you were their baby, you were their guy, and they were gonna they were they, they were gonna remain loyal to you throughout the whole process. And what do you do? You take a hiatus. You say, I'm out. I don't get a, a, second, a second opinion from specialists in New York. You leave them out to dry. Looks bad on their medical staff. Looks bad at them for not knowing about it. And it puts them in a tough spot. Because not only are you sitting right in the bust line, you're just, you're just about there. You're pretty much a bust. But now you're potentially injured bust with absolutely no trade value. So they're, they're, they're married to your salary, whether they want to be or not. There's no divorcing that. So, getting back to my point, if you're not going to tell the... If you're not going to reveal the truth about what's going on to yourself, or for, 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 the, for, for the betterment of yourself, or for, the, or for the good of the public, because they deserve to know, do it for the team that has catered to you unlike any business 
any franchise has ever catered to anybody before. You're 20 year old, 20 years old, making a guaranteed, and all said and done with this team, $25 million. You probably earned, no, you haven't even earned, earned, or you haven't even earned really $1 million. You haven't been worth of, worth $1 million to this team, and they're paying $25 million. You are holding them hostage, and they're remaining, they're remaining supportive of you. They could have thrown you under the bus. They should have thrown you under the bus. They should have thrown you under the bus because this is a business and you're not helping business. Least you could do, if not for yourself, not for the fans, just tell them what's going on so that way they can move forward with you or without you. But you need to realize one thing. This is your last chance to tell the truth. Because once you follow through with this physical therapy for the next three to six months, and then once you're activated and you're ready to go, we're gonna this that's gonna be the breathalyzer the breathalyzer test. That's gonna be where we know whether you're a bullshitter or whether you're actually hurt. And when that first free throw is double clutched again, or when you pass up a wide open three again. We're going to know that not only is this a mental thing and you have anxiety, but we're also going to know that you're a liar, you're a fraud, you're a bust, you're a kid, and you're a bullshitter. And then suddenly, when you could have just told the truth from, from, the, from the very start, your little uh, vacation mid-season is going to blow up right in your face. The right thing to do for the Sixers would be just to cut you. Eat the salary, cut you. And then you'll go play it out in Europe or somewhere else where you can manage it a little better mentally. Somewhere where it isn't too mentally taxing on you to play the game that you've been playing your entire life. They'll probably try to trade you. Probably take a second round pick for you. But you will have given this team no value for the investment that they put in. So you better be damn sure when you take this, when you make this next move to go forward for therapy, that this is going to solve the problem. And you're going to be ready to play when you come back. And if not, if there's the slightest feeling that, no, this is not going to solve the whole problem. Now is the time to speak. Because otherwise, it's going to ruin your career. It's going to ruin your career and your future of NBA basketball. And I don't think this is worth... This 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 can be if, if this is if this is not physical and this is mental, this is not worth losing your career over. This is not this this is fixable, with a with 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 talk with if with with the right help and the right people, you can overcome this and you can become and you can become get back to that player you were.
And to make matters worse, and to make matters worse, your agent, who you are paying to represent you, the man who has the legal knowledge and the legal training and the legal expertise to represent you as a client and as a businessman. Amid all this speculation as to whether it's physical or mental, he comes out and says that he guarantees that you will be back to the player that you were before this all happened. Once you complete necessary physical treatment. Man that you hired to protect you, to do its bet to do its best for you, said the absolute worst thing for you. Cause now, Markel, that first jump shot you take, if you thought the first one when you came back the first time against the Nuggets last year was was gonna be heavily uh, anticipated and scrutinized, <laughs> this one's gonna be must see TV at a national level. So when you double clutch or when you or when you airball social media is going to explode because the man who you are paying to do what's best for you put this big X on your back when he said that he guaranteed you'd be back to where you were when you were drafted. The right thing to say what is we can only we can only know in time. We are confident and hopeful, but obviously there are no definitive answers. You don't have to say you don't think it's gonna help, but you damn sure don't say I know he'll be the player that he was when they when they drafted him. And I'm not saying that you have to come back in the first game, get 20. I'm not saying you have to come back and be the number one overall pick. I'm just saying that you have to be better than a guy playing the last three minutes of garbage time because he's not worthy of seeing actual minutes in the game. You have to be a mid-first rounder or a late-first rounder when you come back. You can't be passing up open threes when you come back. You have to be giving this bench no less than 10 points every night. I don't care if you're missing shots. I really don't. They're going to they're gonna fall with time because that's what happens. Every player, JV, varsity, college, NBA, go through slumps. They miss shots. But one thing is for certain. If you keep practicing, they're going to fall eventually. I don't care if you make one of 15 in the game. You need to take shots. So that being said, Markel, you do have a decision to make. If you think that this is going to put an end to all of this drama that's been sagging on forever, 
if you really think that you have TOS, and believe me, it's it's a viable viable diagnosis because you look at the way the kid shoots now compared to where he was in college, he can't even get the ball up above his shoulder. And in college, he's it's 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 a beautiful shot. So it's it it does seem viable. But if you are not a if you are not confident that you will be 80% back, 90% back. If you think that this is overwhelmingly less about to do with the shoulder and more about to do with your head, now is the time to get the help that you truly need. It's not the time to mess around and and go see ther physical therapists for things that don't really exist. Anxiety has a way of manifesting itself in injury. But with the, with the people that you have around you, and the fact that you know yourself better than anybody knows yourself, the fact that you have doctors looking at you on a day-to-day -day basis, the fact that you traveled from Philadelphia to New York to St. Louis to Los Angeles, no, sorry, St. Louis to Maryland to Los Angeles and back to see 10, not two, not three, not four, 10 specialists. You have all these sources who can tell you, yes, we believe that this has to do more with something that's happening in your head that's making you believe you're injured when in reality it's, it's, it's not, it's not, the injury doesn't exist. If you believe that could be the case at all, you need to speak up now. Because if you don't, and you don't get the proper help that you need, and you come back, and you're the same player you were before you left, you made the worst decision for your career. If you want my opinion on what to do, you see if there's a glimmer of hope that maybe this kid has found a magical solution and all it's and you know he, he gets back and he, and, he, and and he is fine and give him a chance because if he because if this is it you become the most unbeatable you could be you become the, the the best team in the east on the spot if he's the same player he was before all this and he's still double clutching free throws and passing up open threes you get his ass off the books immediately. You, you, you take a second round pick from some team doesn't need it and you give them money to take him off your hands. Because not only does he no longer have any leverage in that, that you don't need him anymore because you're Jimmy Butler, but he is holding your team hostage. And as one of the three best teams in the Eastern Conference, you don't need that. 
and you don't deserve that. Sixers will be playing in Detroit on Friday, which by this time is today. You will be right back here after that game for a post-game breakdown. Sixers are looking to bounce back from the loss in Toronto. They're two and a half point favorites. The feed to Embiid and its name is protected by U.S. copyright laws. Reproduction and redistribution of the feed to Embiid without my written permission is prohibited. Copyright the feed to Embiid 2018. We will see you back here after the buzzer to discuss, the, hopefully, a Sixers win versus the Pistons.